Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The greatest enemy, intolerance. You know, gang, that old phrase, as much fun as a barrel of monkeys, is kind of out of date nowadays. Nowadays, it's as much fun as a collection of pet comic buttons. Yes, sir, that new second series of comic buttons that come in packages of Kellogg's Pep is a barrel of fun. In the first place, there's the doggone smart looking, right on the beam. The full-color pictures of your funny sheet favorites stand out like anything against the clear white background. Then there's the kick you get out of adding another button to your collection every time Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pep. And even more fun, swapping duplicates with your friends. As for strutting around, well, you'll feel like doing a jig when you wear your pet comic buttons pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap for everybody to see how many you've collected. And you know the best part is, these snappy comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't have to spend any of your allowance for them. Don't even have to send in a box stop. Fact is, you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to look inside each package of Kellogg's Pep you open for your exciting prize. Ask Mom to get you lots of P-E-P Pep. The Sunshine Cereal, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek and Omaha. And now, the adventures of Superman. Less than an hour after Danny O'Neill, a young Daily Planet newsboy, had told Clark Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and editor Perry White that he had seen and recognized one of the two boys who started the fire in Hoffman's drugstore... A fire that spread and wiped out six of the seven buildings on Morton Street, Danny was brutally attacked in the dark hallway of the tenement in which he lives. A short time later, Clark Kent received word from Beanie, the Daily Planet office boy, that Jimmy Olsen was in the Metropolis Hospital. As we continue now, Kent has just rushed into the hospital, and to his amazement, he finds Jimmy nervously pacing the main floor waiting room. Jim, what happened? What's wrong? Gosh, Mr. Ken, I thought you'd never get here. Oh, Beanie had some trouble locating me. What's it all about? From the way Beanie talked, I was sure you were in an accident. Oh, no, no, it's not me. It, it's Danny. Danny O'Neill. What about him? All I know is he's in bad shape. He, he's on the danger list. Danger list? What happened to him? Well, you remember when we were in the office and you said to take Danny home in a taxi? Yes. Well, that's what I did. I dropped him right at his door, and then I thought I'd be a sport, so I took the taxi home. Yes, go on. Well, I was washing up for dinner when the telephone rang. It was Father Sheehan, you know, the priest at St. Mary's. Well, he's the young priest, isn't he? Yeah. He said Danny was in the hospital, badly hurt, and that he kept asking for me, and could I come right over? Beanie got it all wrong. He said you were taken to the hospital. Well, anyway, what happened to Danny? I don't know. Father Sheehan and the doctor have been with him ever since I got here. Oh? The doctor said he let me know the minute... Oh, here he comes now. You can go up now if you wish, young man. Take the elevator to the fifth floor. Father Sheen is waiting for you outside the room. Thank you, Doctor. Come on, Mr. Kent. What happened to the boy, Father? From all indications, he was cruelly beaten in the hallway of his house. What? One of the tenants found him unconscious. Oh, golly. He's in pretty bad shape. Doctors are afraid he may have a brain concussion. Oh, no. That's what it looks like. Well, we'll go in now. But we can only stay a minute or two. And he mustn't be excited. Remember that, Jim. Huh? Oh, yeah, okay. Danny. Danny, here's Jim. Jim and Mr. Kent. Hello, Danny. Oh. Hi, Jim. Hi, Mr. Kent. Hi, Danny. What... What happened, Danny? They... 
They were waiting for me in the hall. I didn't even get a chance to fight back. Who was it, Danny? Muggs. Muggs and another kid. A skinny kid. They were laying for me. Okay, that's all we need to know. Look, Jim. What, Danny? My mother, Jim. I'm worried about my mother. She's all alone now, and those guys maybe will try to do something to her. Danny. Yes, Father? You trust me, don't you? Sure. Sure I do. Then don't worry about your mother. I promise you no harm will come to her. And she won't be alone either. I'll arrange for someone to live with her until you're well enough to go. The important thing is for you to get well. Get well quickly. I think you'd all better leave now. He needs rest. Yes, of course, Doctor. I'll see you in the morning, Danny. Yeah, so will I. Thanks, Father. Thanks, Jim. Bye, Danny. Bye, Mr. Kent. Doctor, you have my phone number and guess, Father, I have. Gosh, I never saw anybody's face so white. He's a sick boy, Jim. A very sick boy. Just wait till I get my hands on that mug. Just wait. Easy, Jim. They try to kill him. They try to kill him to keep him quiet. I'm afraid I don't quite understand what this is all about. Do you know, Kent? Yes, Father, I do. It seems that Danny was an accidental eyewitness to the starting of the Morton Street fire last night. He was? Uh Uh-huh. And he recognized the boy who hurled the brick through the window of Hoffman's drugstore. He told Jim about it, and Jim brought him to the Daily Planet, where he repeated the story for Mr. White and myself. He was a little frightened because he thought the boy had seen him, too, and he was afraid he might get into trouble. He was right, he did. And this boy, the boy Denny saw, is he the same one? Yeah, the one who beat him up. His name is Muggs. And he started the Morton Street fire? He and another kid. The boy Denny identified as Muggs broke the window of the drugstore. The other lad sprinkled gasoline over a, a, a gauze perfume display, and Muggs set fire to it. I see. Why they did it hasn't yet been explained. Unless it was just vandalism. No, Kent. No, there's more to it than that. A lot more. Setting fire to Dave Hoffman's store is just the beginning. Beginning of what? Well, listen. About a month ago, Mr. Walters, principal of the public school, asked me to attend a meeting in his office. Uh There were six of us present. Three members of the clergy. Harry Stone, rabbi of the Morton Street Temple. Sam Leeds of the First Congregational Church and myself. And three laymen. George Murphy, the retired police inspector. And Dave Hoffman, the druggist. And Mr. Walters. What was the purpose of the meeting? Well, we met to discuss two things. How we could get the youngsters of this crowded neighborhood off the streets. And more important, how we could show them how to get along with one another. No matter what their race or religion. I can't think of anything better you could have done. Well, to make a long story short, we planned to build a clubhouse and playground for the neighborhood kids. Mm -hmm. We were going to call it Unity House, and its doors were going to be open to youngsters of all races and all creeds. And then something happened? It sure did, Jim. The moment our plan was announced in the papers, all six of us received threatening letters telling us to lay off or else... Did you turn them over to the police? Yes, but there was no chance of tracing them. Evidently, last night, the rats decided to come out of their holes. I'm sure it was they who set fire to Dave Hoffman's store. You mean those kids, Muggs and the other one, don't want you to build a clubhouse? Oh, no, Jim. Father Sheehan means there's someone behind all this. Someone who's telling Muggs and his gang what to do. Perhaps even an organization. That's right, Ken. And if Danny doesn't pull through, it'll mean they're not even stopping at murder. But... But why are they doing it? What's the idea? The idea is to prevent us from getting the youngsters of this neighborhood together. To prevent us from trying to teach them that all of us were created equal. That we have equal rights and that those rights should be respected. Oh, why don't we go out and grab Muggs and get him to tell us who's behind this? It's not that easy, Jim. 
chances are he won't talk. Then have him clapped into jail for setting fire to Mr. Hoffman's store and beating Danny up. But it isn't Muggs we're after. It's someone higher up. You agree, don't you, Father? No question about it, Kent. This has all the earmarks of an organized attempt to stir up trouble between people of different races and religions. Why, it's the Nazi method. Well, we licked the Nazis, so I guess we can lick this. Once we locate the people behind it. Got any ideas? Yes. Yes, but I'll have to have a talk with Inspector Henderson first to see whether he'll play ball with us. And I want to talk with you. To me? Uh-huh. Suppose we all get out of the main floor waiting room. Kent, I think perhaps I'd better stay up here. Huh? The way things are, I, I may be needed suddenly. Oh, yes, of course, I understand. But count me in on anything you plan to do. We certainly will, Father. As soon as I'm through with Jim, I'm going over to police headquarters. If Henderson will cooperate, I'm sure we can get those rats you mentioned to walk into a trap. We'll return in just a moment for the climax of today's episode. Say, gang, here's something that'll hand you a laugh. It's that Lord Plushbottom button, one of the new second series of comic buttons that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pep. Talk about comical. Why, you'll start to chuckle the minute you see his old-fashioned eyeglasses and walrus-like mustache and high silk hat. And he has the silliest expression on his face. Yes, sir, Lord Plushbottom is sure on the beam when it comes to fun. And all the rest of those 18 new second series comic buttons, too. Maggie and Jigs and Olive Oil and Popeye and Andy Gump, Hans and Fritz and the Little King, Uncle Willie, Emmy Rip, Winkle, Pop Jinx, and Superman, of course. Well, it's no end of fun adding to your collection and swapping duplicates with your pals and wearing your buttons on your jacket or dress or cap. And you know, the best part is, it's so easy to get these swell new comic buttons. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to ask Mom to keep you supplied with lots of Kellogg's Pep and look for your prize in every package. Yes, sir, there's a comic button for you every time you open a package of P-E-P Pep. The Sunshine Cereal, made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. In the main floor waiting room of the Metropolis Hospital, Clark Kent, his voice low and confidential, outlines his plan to Jimmy Olsen. The point is this, Jim... Under ordinary circumstances, the police would arrest Muggs and the boy who worked with him. However, that would warn whoever's behind Muggs, put them on guard. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Let him go? Well, for the time being. I'll explain the situation to Henderson. I'm sure he'll give me the go-ahead. Go-ahead for what? For the plan I have in mind. Oh. It's dangerous and it may take time, but it's the only way I can see to get to the bottom of this. Let's see, it's 8.30 now... I'll call Lois and the chief from headquarters and have them meet me at the office to talk this over. You'd better get something to eat and then go back to the office and wait for me. Why, well, I, I thought maybe I'd hang around here with Father Sheehan. You won't need me. Are you kidding? We need you more than we need anyone. Well, why? Well, my whole plan revolves about you, Jim. Well, about me? Yes. I might as well tell you now, Jim, before we get into it, that it may mean risking your life. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen stares at Clark Kent, eyes popping and mouth agape. What does Kent mean? What can possibly be the plan that he has in mind? The plan that involves the risk of Jimmy's life. Gang, there's action and excitement ahead as Superman squares off to do battle with a dangerous and unknown enemy. 
the breeders of hate. So be sure to listen tomorrow, same time, same station, for the episode entitled Danger Signal. Superman is brought to you by Kellogg's Pet, the super delicious breakfast cereal. For breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, it's the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazine. You know, lots of you kids have dogs, and I'll bet one of the things they enjoy most is a tug of war. Dogs seem to get such a kick out of using their strong teeth and muscles. Now, if you want to help keep your dog strong and husky, feed him Kellogg's Grow Pup Dog Food. It's just wonderful for dogs and has a good meaty flavor dogs like. There are three different kinds. There's Grow Pup Ribbon, Grow Pup Meal, and Grow Pup Pellets. Ask your mother to get Kellogg's Grow Pup today and see if your dog doesn't gobble it right up. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>